Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Well, as you heard earlier this morning on uh, 900 CHML, the Hamilton Tiger Cats are partnering with Interval House of uh, Hamilton's Mentor Action Campaign. Uh, the campaign is called Be More Than a Bystander, uh, which is to increase awareness and understanding about the impact of violence against women. It also speaks about uh, demeaning and inappropriate behavior. Uh, very timely, I guess, in spite of uh, in special inclusive of uh, what's going on with Weinstein and a number of other stories that we've been covering on the program. Here to talk about the announcement, though, and the impact uh, are uh, Nancy Smith uh, from Interval House. Great to see you again, Nancy. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks, Bill. And Matt Afanek, who is the Executive Vice President of Corporate Affairs for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Matt, good to have you with us again here today, too. Thank you very much, Bill. Thanks for having me. Let's uh, talk, uh, Nancy, we'll start with you, about how this uh, this partnership uh, came to, to be with this this aspect of it anyway. Well, we have certainly been in discussions with Hamilton Tie Cats for just over more than a year. And uh, as you know, Bill, we partnered with uh, Hamilton Bulldogs and launched our Be More Than a Bystander program with them last uh, fall. You announced it right and here in the studio. We Thank certainly you. did. And McMaster Athletics are on board. And uh, with our discussions for quite some time with Hamilton Tie Cats, uh, you know, we have been, you know, really thrilled to certainly have the conversation open up and, and you know, be along standing discussion and really wanted to um, showcase the partnership with the Hamilton Tie Cats uh, very specifically in our community because they hold uh, such a large fan base that includes both women, girls, um, that, uh, you know, today's the day. So we're happy to have them a part of the Be More Than a Bystander program. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, how this came about, Matt. And and you know as well as I do that there's going to be some criticism when, uh, about the timing on this whole thing right now. And I want to talk about that. Let's let's put that on the table and talk about this. Uh, why so like coming to the party? Why weren't you on board a year ago? Well, I think it's a fair question, Bill. I think uh, like any decision we make in our business, we're prudent uh, about the path we take forward. And 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 a lot of great partnerships take some time. Uh, to evolve, develop, and find your right niche uh, to participate within. Uh, you know, Nancy references about the last year and a bit uh, that we've been in discussions, and those have been very positive discussions. In that same time period, we've launched uh, two other core community programs in our business. Um, they were the focus at that time, but that never meant uh, anything more than continuing the dialogue with Nancy and her team and finding the right time, uh, the appropriate time, uh, to announce this partnership, and we, we think that is now. I, and listen, I, I, I get that, and I want to put this in context, okay, because, I mean, I, I googled uh, the community events that the Tiger Cats and the community partnerships, they, it's two pages long, I mean, and that's probably not even all of them, because you guys are out there, we get that, but this just seemed like a natural fit, and, and there was an awful lot of questioning at the time when Steve Stales was in here with the Bulldogs and Nancy, this is, why aren't the Tiger Cats on board like this? Was there a, was there any reservation at the time? No, absolutely not, and, and I think it's important to establish that as an organization, our mission statement as it relates to the work that we do in the community, which is incredibly important to us, uh, is always ha- always has been rooted in supporting and promoting he- promoting healthy, active, and empowered youth. Uh, we have numerous initiatives, as you just referenced, Bill, that we do year round to add value to kids and families in our community. Um, it was in our discussions with Nancy, frankly, that it became clear to us that this notion of empowerment. Uh, and empowerment amongst youth is, is not possible uh, if, a, if a child is subject to a, an abusive or violent environment. Um, and, and thus, the consistency with what we're trying to do in our overall community programming became clear to us. And you know, as I said, it, uh, it, it, it was the right time for us to get in, engaged in a message that we've always felt has been important. On the same issue of, of timing, uh, 
the Art Royal situation, and and I guess the the offshoot of that was, of course, the Johnny Manziel potential signing, and the fact that they worked him out. Uh, both, of course, uh, have histories. Uh, Bryles, of course, with with his college career. Uh, and some of the things that went on there probably cost him his job in, in that particular circumstance. And Menzel, uh, I think, record is there. Uh, a lot of pushback. And I don't. you're not on the football side. That was not your decision. I get that. But Scott's been on this program. Scott Mitchell's talked about why they did it, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not going to drag that out. But was that incident and the pushback from that the catalyst to try to make this partnership come together? I think it's a it's a very fair question, Bill, and I think the honest answer is it accelerated our decision making process, a process that, as we've alluded to, began well north of a year ago. But um, you know, I think what else it did was bring focus to the role and the leadership that we can play on what is a very uh, important topic in our community. And if if the outcome of what we went through a month ago as an organization, and that's really what, what it is as an organization, um, leads to something positive, we think that's a great thing. And I think what we've announced today, the partnership with Interval House, the commitment moving forward is a very positive thing. So if that's the outcome of what we dealt with, with the Art Bryle situation, then we think that's a good thing. Nancy, today the Bryle story broke, and we covered it extensively here on CHML, of course, on our program and on Scott's show, and Scott Radley, of course, that, that evening, for a couple of days, really, because it seemed to be an ongoing saga. But you called me that day. I did. And said, what an excellent opportunity. I mean, you looked at this and said, you know, they weren't on site initially. You you did say at the time, though, that, yes, there were discussions, but they had not actually signed on to this right now. Uh, But after you hung up the phone after talking to me that day, who called who? Who got this thing going? Well, we've, uh, we have been in discussions uh, for some time, and, and I just want to say all the players have been at the table all along, and uh, I know you can appreciate, Bill, that you know we can't leak news of something like this independent of the Tamil Ticats. It had to be a joint uh, initiative. We also know that Tracy Porteous, who created the Be More Than a Bystander program from EVA BC, uh, and the work with the BC Lions have done a phenomenal job. And we know the success of Be More Than a Bystander program in communities is pivotal to really reaching youth and men in our community that it's not okay. And it provides the tools to young men on how to safely intervene when women are being harmed um, so that we're not shying away from inappropriate texts or comments and women are being supported. And I and I think that, um, you know, our con- Conversations have been ongoing. The commitment, certainly, of the Hamilton Tie Cat speaks for itself to their involvement with youth in our community. Women's services, for many, many years, historically, have been speaking to the issues, and it's a perfect fit. And now's the time to raise the awareness substantially in our community. Matt, let's talk a little bit about how this is actually going to work and how the Tiger Cats are going to be a part of this program. Yeah, and and, and I think. The most appropriate thing to do for the listeners, Bill, is to go to Interval House's website or the or ticats.ca mm-hmm. where they can learn. Uh, frankly, it's it's so comprehensive that it's probably difficult to explain in the amount of time we have here today. But there's really four pillars to this program. Uh, one is the the community awareness PSA campaign that uh, will include our players, and that's a key point. Our players, our alumni, Mike Morelli, uh, they're going to be the face of this for us. Courtney Stephen, Justin Vaughn, Terrell Davis, uh, they are the voices that will resonate most with most with the youth 
that need to hear this message. So a PSA campaign, uh, we will make February 2018 in Hamilton be more than a bystander month where we'll be executing in school programming. Uh, we'll be hosting a be more than a bystander day down at Tim Hortons Field uh, in the spring for thousands of Hamilton High School students. And we have a great core uh, program in our existing community platform um, of high school mentorship where we work with football players. So well, you guys have been doing that for years. And yeah. I know Courtney has done an awful lot of that. He's here all year long. He is. Uh, I don't know how he time, finds time to play football sometimes. He's doing so much stuff. I, <laughs> so I get that. And he's yeah. a very articulate guy. So what's the message? What are these guys going to talk to these kids, the students about? Well, I think it's it's about the voice that they need to have to speak up on an issue and that it's not acceptable to be present in an environment um, where things are done or said that are uh, contrary to a positive message about men's relationship with women. And and I think, you know, I certainly defer to Nancy uh, and the team at uh, Mentor Action because our players will go through a very extensive training program uh, here, Bill, that will be undertaken over the course of the next couple months. So obviously, this is a uh, an important issue in making sure they're adequately trained and properly trained is, is at the core of the program. So, uh, you know, perhaps I'll kick it over to Nancy if yeah, she wants to continue that. Yeah, um, we know historically, we've heard from women, you know, where they have experienced abuse in a relationship. And, and we hear from guys who say, but I'm still a good dad. Well, good dads don't harm women, quite frankly. And I know that sounds quite short and glib, but it's 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 fundamentally uh, impactful on children's development when they are witness to moms being treated in an abusive and harmful way through words, gestures, actions, behaviors, whatever it might be. And, and this program really speaks to the importance of, you know, how one comment or one picture that's passed along that's inappropriate, that is demeaning to women, that is harmful to women or girls, is not okay. Um, it gives the tools for other kids who want to speak up and uh, to be able to do that uh, safely. And it also supports, you know, girls and women in getting the message out that uh, I'm here to support you. Uh, you have the right to be safe and treated equitably and respectfully, and we're not going to tolerate this. And we know that through the work of Mentor Action, and I have to commend the guys uh, who are leaders in our community who aligned with us uh, several years ago, um, we know through the work they've done that celebrities also need to be included in that voice. And who better than the Hamilton Ticats, who have such a large fan base in our community? Well, and it, I mean, I've gone on record, and I'll state it again here, Matt. I, contrary to how some people may be feeling about some of the things that are going on in sports these days, I, I think that athletes do have a platform, and I, mm-hmm. I applaud an athlete that has the courage to stand up and say, I'm going to take a stand on this issue. Uh, whether it's violence against blacks, violence against women, any number of things like that. How they do it is, is something that can be debated, but the fact that they're doing it, I think, is courageous. Uh, it's it's one thing to, to you know, to... To simply say, well, I'm, uh, that's not my thing. Uh, if you're part of the community, it has to be part of your thing. And uh, that's why this looks like such a natural relationship for the Tiger Cats to take part in that, because they are community-oriented groups. To, uh, and, and the guys that you've, you've signaled out here are going to do this, and I assume there's going to be others on, in the team as well, uh, I, I think are going to be good spokespeople for this to try to get this done. Uh, is there a concern then that uh, that if you're going to do something like this, that there's going to be pushback saying you just you're football players, you shouldn't be getting involved in something controversial like this? Um, I don't think so because I think at the core of what we do, it's about servicing the community that supports us, and and I also think what's consistent within that. Um, is what you don't know. Surround yourself with people who do. And I, I can't think of having a better partner uh, than Nancy and the Interval House of Hamilton team, the Mentor Action team, to bring our players up to speed because you, you nailed it. They're high-level, elite, professional athletes who play football, 
who have a platform and are willing to take a leadership position on an important issue, but we are surrounding ourselves uh, with with professionals and experts that will bring them up to speed with regards to a training protocol that will make them um, as qualified and professional to speak to this as they are as football players. And and Nancy, you've talked about how the program rolls out and how it's worked in BC so effectively, and and uh, and and how these. The folks and now the Tiger Cats, as, as the Bulldogs have done, are, are going to be a community spokespeople for this too. And it's not just, hey, don't tell sexist jokes. It's Facebook posts, it's on Twitter, it's Instagram pictures, it's a number of different things that you're right. Heretofore, some of the people that are actually doing this might have thought, well, I didn't really think it was sexist. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it, it takes an, a, a courageous athlete to stand up and say, I'm going to be a spokesperson. I'm going to tell you what you can and can't do or shouldn't, shouldn't do. Absolutely. It's, it takes the courage of anyone to stand up and speak out about it, right? That it's not okay. You know, Hamilton really took a stand and said, you know, we want to be more than a bystander here, and we're drawing a line in the sand. We don't want this in our community. And I applauded our Hamilton community for, you know, sending that message out quite clearly. Uh, women have the courage every day to come forward to women's organizations to you know, disclose and talk about what's happened to them. Um, and, you know, to have the voice of our athletes with Hamilton Ticats aligning with that message uh, is so impactful on raising awareness in our community that there is no more room for harmful comments, behaviors, words, and actions in our community, in our homes, for women and girls to be treated this way. And we will not tolerate it. Timing on this is interesting. Uh, I, I mean, from a, a, a big picture situation, I don't know if you're aware but uh, going through my archives as I was getting ready for the show today, it was on this day, I think in 85, 84, 85, uh, that, uh, that Anita Hill came forward and talked about sexual harassment uh, against uh, Judge Thomas uh, during the interview, uh, which really opened up that discussion and I think pushed it into the forefront. Uh, so that's an anniversary of note, uh, and it must be rather sad, I think, for those of you in this community, like yourself, Nancy, and, and so many others, that have been fighting against this for the longest time to see it almost spiraling out of control here in, in 2017. You'd think we would have had a handle on this and tried to do this. It seems to be spiraling the other way, with especially some of the events that have happened in the news in the last couple of days. And I applaud the women who have come forward. There are many women who are not famous and not well-known out there uh, who, you know, have gone unnoticed for so many years. Um, and, you know, I applaud the women for coming more and more to the forefront to say, this happened to me, and it's intolerable. You know, we heard that with Gameshi, we heard that with Bill Cosby, we heard that with Weinstein most recently. And, you know, although those women are very famous, I applaud them for using their platform to uh, share their disclosure of their experiences. But I want to recognize the courage of many women whose names are unknown, but known to women's communities and, and, and known to their partner who is treating them in this way. Well, and let's face it, as you and I have talked about in the past, uh, to, to empower those women to, to be forceful enough to come forward and, uh, and do something about their circumstance or talk about their situation, they have to know that there's going to be community support. Uh, because oftentimes uh, when they try to do this, they, they feel very much alone, and that, that can be somewhat problematic. So uh, the stronger this program gets, uh, the more I think we give them the opportunity to, to do what needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we, we need to provide that platform and we need to validate 
their experience, not shut them down. And, you know, this program and the, with the voices of men can only empower women, hopefully further, to come forward to women's organizations, uh, to men in our community to step in and take a stand and say, hey, you don't get to do that. You know, we are more likely to intervene when we see a child being harmed or we see a pet being uh, mistreated and less likely to jump in when it's adult women being harmed by adult men because we often put it under, he's just joking, it's not my business. This program, uh, again, accelerates that message that it's not okay and we all have a responsibility to step in, to stand up and speak out in support of uh, equitable, respectful, uh, healthy uh, relationships. It's an opportunity as well as as kind of a, a side issue, Matt. But uh, I, I know that when the the discussion and the controversy started about some of the the comments Trump made last year about some of his uh, his language about grabbing women, etc., he says that's oh, just locker room language. And I talked to a number of, of ex Tiger Cats guys that you know that said that's not what we talk about in the locker room. That's 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 putting football players and athletes in the same category as the people that talk like that. And and I know many of the former players, and Mike Morielli is just an outstanding choice, I guess, to kind of take the lead on this. Uh, smart, articulate guy, local guy, knows everything about what's going on in this community. But the guys like Simone and Courtney and so many others like this that are speaking out on issues like this, this seems like a good fit for, the, for you to put those guys forward now. Yeah, and I, and I think... Like anything, society typecasting people for what they do versus who they are is always a slippery slope. Um, you know, my experience uh, in our organizational experience working with these um, athletes is, is frankly nothing short of spectacular, Bill. One of the great moments you can have, and I look forward to getting out into a school um, to see our players execute to be more than a bystander uh, campaign. But uh, to, the, to this point, one of the great moments you can have is go up to the McMaster Children's Hospital. And, and our players don't celebrate their roles there or they don't use it for any other platform, then they genuinely believe that they can make an impact in these children's lives that are, are going through difficult times, whatever those times are, to bring them to the hospital. And, and I think that reveals their character. Um, it reveals the type of people they are. And, and we as an organization are entirely uh, confident that, that that will translate to this next platform in our community engagement uh, around Be More Than a Bystander. Nancy, Matt had talked about uh, once these guys, Courtney and, and, and the others, are going to be involved in this program, that there's, there obviously has to be some training uh, to get on message about this. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they already know the message, but, but to heart, how to articulate that to students. Uh, is, is there a program set up that will, that will actually encompass that so that they, they can go in there and feel confident they're all on the same page? So through uh, Tracy Porteous and uh, Eva BC, she will coordinate with the BC line to come out and do some training, specifically on the Be More Than a Bystander program. Jamie Terrasse last year came out and did that with Hamilton Bulldogs, and I believe we're looking at him coming back to do the training with our Hamilton Ticats. It is specific training uh, that is needed before we go out into the community because we want to make sure that the message is impactful and consistent with the program uh, objectives. And uh, you, my, I know, Matt, you talked about a number of events that are going to be going on, and, and uh, I don't want people to get the impression that, hey, well, we're not going to do anything more about this until 2018. You talked about some events, but this, this I guess, gets going today, doesn't it? Yeah, it absolutely does. And, and, and uh, you know, 
we arrived at today, Bill, after much consideration and great consideration, because while we in, in the BC Lions, you know, Nancy's uh, referenced EVA BC, and, and, and I think it's worth noting uh, the leadership position taken by our partners in the Canadian Football League at the BC Lions, who uh, who really have paved the, the, the path forward on how to do this well and do this right. Uh, and we look forward to following that path and learning from them. But uh, in our interactions with Nancy and Val and the team um, since this most recent part of the dialogue commenced was about putting our own Hamilton spin on this. And, and while there's consistent elements to our program and what's been done in BC and to a certain degree in Winnipeg, there's very much a Hamilton flavor to this activity. So, uh, you know, our community relations group headed by Kevin Matchett will do a spectacular job rolling this out uh, and it will take some time relative to, to building up to those events. But what's important to note is it does start with this training protocol. So uh, with regards to the players, they're uh, they're a bit busy these days, but uh, as soon as they have a little bit more free time, that, that extensive training protocol uh, that Nancy has referenced will commence. And and again, February is actually not really that far away. And that's where the community, uh, excuse me, the school visits uh, will start in February. So if you back it up, it's actually closer than you think. I got a couple of seconds left here, but I, I can't help but notice that in, I think in many ways, the Canadian Football League is actually ahead of the curve of, of a lot of other professional sports organizations uh, since Randy Ambrosi came on as the commissioner to be active in, in things like this. Uh, uh, don't be a bystander campaigns, uh, violence against women campaigns, the t-shirt campaign that, that initiated just after he took over. This this is a guy that seems to think, look, at you guys aren't just going to be players on the field. You're going to be part of this community. It's always been there, but he's really coordinated that. Yeah, sorry, Nance, to jump in, but uh, no, no question our, our new commissioner deserves a ton of praise for his leadership in a very short period of time, but so do our member clubs, Bill, because they're the ones actually active in their respective communities and um, all have a defined community mission as we do here at the Tiger Cats, uh, but the clubs themselves deserve a ton of praise for that as well because they're the ones uh, on the ground in the markets doing the work regardless of what uh, the topic or, or matter at hand is. All right, we're running late now, but that's what I do on this program from time to time. Nancy, if they want to get more details about this partnership and about the program, they go to your webpage? Absolutely, they can. And I also just want to do a shout out for an upcoming event we have on the Fall Masquerade Ball sure, sure. that Hamilton uh, Sheridan Hotel uh, approached us on uh, to put on for us, and it's October 26th. Tickets are $80. Uh, it's a fun-filled uh packed evening and it includes a fashion show like no other and I really encourage uh, everyone to come on out and buy a ticket and be a part of the event. All right all that's on the web page as well. Nancy yes. thanks so much for being here today. Uh, Nancy Smith uh, from Interval House. Matt great to see you again thanks so much. Good luck Friday night against Calgary. Uh, Matt Afanak of course Vice President of Corporate Services for the Cats. The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.